0: Good morning, it's 10 a.m. And uh, believe it or not, here we are at Bereshis. Uh So this is our very first Sicha for this new and fresh cycle of learning Torah. Um, it's Chelik Tezbov, Bereshis, Sicha Aleph. So regarding the idea that the Torah begins with the letter Bez, with the word Bereshez Bara, the is Aleph, and not with an Aleph, as you, one might have thought. And why would we think so? Shehi Because Aleph is the first of the 22 letters of the Aleph base. We would think that the Torah would begin with Aleph. So the Rebbe says kama bi'urim. There are, um, many explanations, um, and from among them, the Rebbe is going to cite three, Aleph. In the Gemara B'yoshalmi, in the Yershalmi Isa it's written, the She'alif Hilashon Rashi Arira, because Aleph is the first letter of the word Arira, cursed. Hilashon and beiz is the first letter of the word bracha, obviously connoting blessing. So that's why the term begins with a base and not with an aleph, because we don't want to begin with a letter that is associated with curse, uh, but rather we begin with a letter associated with bracha, with blessing. That's the first reason. Base in the medrash, we find it says it says base, that the um, the shape of the letter base, which is closed on three sides, but is open on one side, which is the northern side, daimelam is similar to the way the world was created. The world was created in in a fashion where three of the sides are closed. They're fenced in, they're delineated. And the fourth side, which is always called the northern side, remains open. And um, this is cited by Rashi there, and you could see others. A person might come along sometime in history and say, he's God. So uh, one way to deal with this is to, is to say to this person, to retort to this person who alleges that they are God, okay, if you're God, let's see. We have one side of the world that has remained open and it needs fixing. So, if you're God, why don't you fix it? Why don't you complete this? Why, why don't you bring this project to fruition and you take care of this open side of the world? So, to review, the first reason is because Aleph is associated with the word Auror or Arira, cursed. We don't want to associate with that when we begin the tire. Whereas Baze is associated with the word. Bracha. The second reason is that the that the very shape of the letter base um, is aligned with or mimics or mirrors uh, the way the world was created, enclosed on three sides, open on one side, like the base. The third reason that the khabbah brings down is Bisifre Kabbalah, sorry. In in the works of Kabbalah, in the in the books of Kabbalah, Mivur, it's explained. So the Kabbalah explains that the Torah that we learn in this world is the Torah that has already kind of come downward from the world of Atsilus to the worlds of Bria Yitzira Asiya. In other words, you, you could say it's a secondary iteration. This is in consonance with a very well-known Hasidic teaching. On the words, We say this in Benching all the time. On your Torah that you taught us. The word Torah, your Torah, connotes the Torah as it's found in Hatzilus. That you taught us, this is Hatteri Kafishi Ba'ilam Habriya. This is already the Torah as it comes down into this world. Therefore, Haskalas base. So, therefore, the Torah that we learn begins with the letter base. To allude to the fact, To allude to the fact that the Torah that we learn here below, this is already a secondary. Category or level of Torah, Aleph Hamadriga Harishayne B'Terah Hiteresh Abatzilos, but the first and highest level of Torah, the Aleph, that's in Atzilos. So our Torah begins with a base. That's Eis Aleph. Achlech Ayer Drusha Hazbara Bechol Echad Mishleishus Hatamim Hanal. The Rebbe says, but each one of these explanations that we have cited requires explanation, is is problematic on some level, and uh, the Rebbe is going to now delineate the questions he has on these three reasons for why the Torah begins with a base and not with an Aleph. Aleph, the first question on the first explanation that we have cited is as follows. Says there's something that's not understood regarding the first explanation, which is actually the question that the Evan Ezra asked and, and the Rebbe cites Evan Ezra's question. And that is, the first explanation was that we want to start the Torah with a letter that connotes something positive rather than something negative. So we don't start with an Aleph because that's associated with the word for cursed in Hebrew, Aror or Arira. We start with a base because that's associated with blessing with bracha. But the Ebenezer asked, but we found, We have found there are many, if you look at the Hebrew language, there are so many words you could find that start with a base but are associated with, with things that are not positive. And on the other hand, On the other hand, we have a lot of words that begin with Aleph, and um, they connote or they teach us things that are positive and things that are blessed. In other words, you're saying you don't want to start the tire with an Aleph, But please, come on, if you look through the Hebrew language, there are so many words that start with an aleph that connote positivity and blessing. And on the other hand, you say you want to begin with a base because of bracha, you want to associate with bracha, but there are also a lot of other words that begin with a base that connote the opposite of bracha. So that question um, remains a question because because this, this first explanation, at least, is unsatisfactory. Hashemi, In the second explanation, that we begin with a letter whose shape mirrors um, something about the way the world was created. The Rebbe says, it would seem that the Torah has to begin with an Aleph for a very basic reason, for a very, very straightforward reason. And that is because Torah itself demands that the Torah should begin with an Aleph because Aleph is the first letter of the Aleph base. And we know that nothing about Yiddishkeit is arbitrary, especially when we learn through the lens of Hasidus, Nothing is arbitrary. Every single detail is extremely crucial. And the cave on Aleph here, so if Aleph is the first letter of the twenty-two Icias, this in itself is proof that it is also the first in terms of level, in terms of exaltedness. So if the Aleph is first because it is, it's not just like, okay, one letter has to be first. Okay, so it's arbitrary. Aleph happens to be first. No, if, if Aleph is first and the Rebbe is opining that that's because it is first essentially, conceptually. So So if according to the Seder of Torah, according to Torah itself, Aleph is first, meaning conceptually first, and the first in terms of exaltedness, then it's very hard to say Says, so then it's a stretch to say, if Aleph is Aleph, <clears throat> again, not because some letter has to be first, okay, might as well be Aleph, but because we understand it's placed first because that reflects its importance and that reflects its position philosophically, theologically, conceptually, then it's really hard to say that the Torah had to begin with base in order to reflect a certain reality about the world. Why is this hard to say? Because the world was created through the agency of Torah, And for the purpose of facilitating Torah, for Torah to come to fruition, like we have the famous um, aphorism in the Zayar, looked into the world and created the world. So the Torah precedes the world. The Torah is the blueprint of the world. And Rashi cites, Bereshis, Beshvil Shinikras, Rashis. The Torah begins with Bereshis because there are two things that are called Rashis, and one of them is a Torah, and the other is B'nai Israel. And it's not the opposite, God forbid. So, in other words, how could we say that the Torah begins with a base because it has to mirror a reality about the world when the world has to mirror the reality of Torah? So that's the problem with the second explanation. And the third explanation, which was that the reason the world begins with bays is because the first iteration or the first level or the primal strata of Torah, the Aleph is in Atsilos. And Be'ez connotes the fact that when the Torah comes down in Bia and B'riah, Yetzirah and Asiya, it's already the base of Torah. The aino shahad tere kefishi etsaka boru ko toyra sei hi atsma nidna lano me me etu but i say there but ulama za me i say ba ulama za we say venasa lano es toyra sei you gave us or we say about a sham he gave us his Torah, which means that it's the Torah the way it is by Hashem, Torah Soi. And the Torah itself was essentially given to us from Hashem into this lower world. Um, and therefore, if it's Torah Soi that he gave lanu, it's his Torah that he gave to us, then, then, if this is how it is in our terror that it starts with a base, bara. So this is the terror that we were given here, then it's the same terror that's in Atzilus that begins also with a base,. And the rabbi says it's not just the terror that's in the world of Atzilus that begins with a base, but it's even in higher levels. Greek, the She in any celestial level, higher and higher above atzilos, that is at all connected to delineation, to, um, to any type of constraint or containment. In other words, there is place there for oisies, for letters, for vessels of containment. Haschalos <speaking in> hateri <Hebrew> So it's not just in Atsilos, it's even higher than Atsilos. As high as you can go where there is still containment, the terror begins with a base. So now we're back to our original question. So so indeed, why does why does the terror begin with base? In other words, if we were to believe that our terror belongs to base because it's already a secondary strata, but above that there's a terror that begins with Aleph, Okay, fine. But the rebbe says, but we can't say that because we say lanu es Torah say. So the ter we have is the same terror above in Atsilos and even higher than Atsilos. And so we're back to our original question, which is why does the Torah begin with base? So basically the Rebbe cited three reasons that are given for why the Torah begins with base and then uh, offered a a counter argument to each one of those reasons. And so now we're left with, (laughs) okay, so then why? So tell us why does it start with base if none of these reasons are good enough? But before the Rebbe does that, he deepens the question and widens the question. And there is an additional great wonder. Based on all the explanations Rebbe cited, Nimsa, Shah's Sarich, Dafka, Beve's, No matter how you cut it, it seems from all these three explanations, the Torah had to begin with Beis and not with Aleph. When we call Malcolm, still in all, we have this very famous uh, happening in history that the Gemara speaks of at great length. So there was this king, uh, Talmai, and um, he challenged uh, the Jews, you could say, to create a, um, a Greek translation, an authoritative translation of the Torah. And um, just, just, uh, just to very, very quickly say that um, he took seventy chachamim, and he isolated them each in their own cubicle, or room, or whatever. The main thing is they had no access to each other, and they each were given the same job. And of course, this was a very precarious thing because they realized that they have to create a translation that's not going to lead to any erroneous ideas. But they couldn't collaborate because they were all isolated from each other. Um, And so the Gemara tells us that when they were busy translating um, the Torah for Talmai, so hashem um, gave each one the same kind of rohakidish in in he put he placed in each one of their hearts the same idea kulam i mean this is like a miraculous beyond miraculous that 70 different people should all converge on exactly the same translation, especially the Gemara brings down, there were some very notable spots where it was kind of tricky, and they all came to the same conclusion as to how to translate. The and among them, is this possible, the is hakasu bar lokim, and all of them all converged on the same way to translate the words, in the beginning, Hashem created, but of course that is our you know we have this been that that's what it means but the words bereshiahs bara elohim could also mean that a person or a deity or a force called bereshiahs created god ki they translated it as elohim bara bereshiahs hashem created the beginning so they transport they transposed these words they changed the order. Now, once they changed the order to Elohim, Bora Bereshus, rather than Bereshus, Bora Elohim, Omeachar Shemina Shemayimichlisubedaitem Litard game, Hakosuf Kilo, Nemar by Elohim, Bora Ba Baalif Beresh. But once Hashem caused it to enter into their thought process, to render this pasuk as elekim bara bareishis, Hashem, created the beginning. And of course, then the first letter is an aleph. Hare mikan raya. The says, so from here we have a proof. She yesh alimta, that there's a strong opinion. There's a strong thought process of thesis. She that the beginning of the Torah should in fact be with aleph. The chala kein. And all of the explanations that we have for why the term begins with a base and not with an olive would not have been satisfactory to Talmai. And therefore Hashem had to miraculously put into their hearts and their minds this idea which essentially means that you're left with a Torah beginning with an Aleph. But in addition to the question we've just raised, the Rebbe says, but when you think about what we just said, that just raises a greater question, and that is, our Torah, our tradition, has given us we have we have delineated three and the Rebbe delineates three in the sicha. There are many other reasons for why the Torah cannot begin with an olive. And yet, none of these reasons or explanations would have satisfied Talmai, would have been accepted by him. In other words, if it's Teres Emes, and there's a reason that the Torah has to begin with base, why would Talmai not be able to embrace a Torah that begins with base? If that's the truth about Torah that has to begin with base, Ad Ketikach so much so that Hashem had to make a nest that all the seventy translators should all converge on this idea that it's alekim bara barashas. that the term begins with an aleph. Dalit, since it's such a small group, anybody want to say anything? Ask or just unmute yourself. It's not a not a problem. Okay, Dalit. So we have the three explanations that the Rebbe cited then the three rebuttals or the questions, and then the rabbi deepens the question. And he says, look, the Ebeshter made a ness that for the purpose of Talmai, the Torah should begin, as it were, with an aleph. But if the Torah was meant to begin with a base, and we have so many reasons to tell us why it had to begin with a base, why would Talmai not accept it? Or you could ask the question a different way. Why didn't the Abishra make a nest? The Talmai should be able to embrace this idea of the base beginning the Torah. And no, Dafkir had to begin with an alf. So now the Hebek gives this explanation. Dalit vaHabir an explanation. Al pasuk on the Pasuk and Yemiyo, al ma of the the Gemara, al azvam es terasi. says, Why was the world destroyed? Because they left my Amru chazal. The Gemara teaches, Shapirsh ozvam es terasi. What does it mean they left my Terra? Shalai birchu betairat chila. That they did not, before learning Terra, make the bracha. On receiving the Torah from Hashem. And the Bach explains, or Rabbeinu Yaina alludes to this. That even though this was a period of time where the Jews actually learned a lot of Torah, that even Nedra this was a period of time where the Jews actually learned a lot of Torah, What was missing from them was the intention for them to become essentially one, to cleave on to the holiness and the spirituality of the Torah, and through this to bring down the Shekhinah. In plain English, they were learning Torah on an intellectual level. They were learning Torah like a person learns any other science. Could be very enjoyable. But what was Absent was the intention to become one with the nice and Hatera, to understand that truly learning is about becoming one with Hashem.. And so this is what it really means that the world was destroyed, because we don't know about a destruction of the planet at that time. What does it mean it was destroyed? this is to say, the world was destroyed, meaning it remained in its material, corporeal fashion, without the holiness of the Shechina permeating it and saturating it. Okay, so it doesn't mean they didn't study Torah but they didn't study Torah properly. It doesn't mean that the world was physically destroyed. It means the world was bereft of the Shekhinah, of the the holiness and the kedusha that should have been brought down through the study of Torah had it been done properly, tethered in the intention to connect with Hashem. Perosh. Explanation. The Rebbe says, because generally speaking, we have to understand that in Torah and in the study of Torah, there are two things. There's two levels. There's the idea of learning Torah with our understanding and with our grasp. and base, And then there is the deeper and more essential, the essence, of learning Torah. And that is, it's about cleaving onto and uniting with the giver of the Torah, Hashem. And on this level, you're talking about the holiness of the Torah. You're talking about the essence of Torah, which is higher than Seichel. It's higher than understanding. It's higher than anything you can grasp with your intellect and in terms of our approaching the Torah, the order has to be that first and foremost, even before we start to study, first and foremost, we have to devote ourselves and we have to connect ourselves to the Essence of Torah that is higher than seichel. Um, in so many seiches, when you learn when you learn Hasidus, it's all about etzem, atzmus atzmus So maybe like a, a visual, right, is to think about. In Hebrew, the word for bone is etzem, but we never see really the bone. I mean, unless you're a radiologist and you know you're looking at the scans, but we see the skin. Now the skin is on top of, I don't know, sinews and, and blood and, and muscle. There's all kinds of things going on. And then underneath it all, there's the etsem, there's the bone. So one of the things that Hasidus constantly does for us is expose the bone. It's, it's like, it's radiology. Expose the essence. Expose the essence of what's going on here. So the Rebbe says that first of all, in learning terror. The Seder has to be, first of all, that you devote yourself and you connect yourself to the etzem of Torah, to the naisen a Torah, to Hashem who gives us a Torah that is higher than Seychot. Like the mara says, First, you have to make the bracha on learning Torah. After you make the proper bracha for learning Torah, then you could come to Then you could come to learn the Torah with your understanding and your grasp. And the Rebbe says, and this is simply speaking, right? This is so simple. This is the reason why the terror begins with a base and not with an Aleph. Because, because Aleph is indeed. Always the first, and it always connotes the first thing. And base is always second. So it orders things. So that which is associated with Aleph is first, it's primal, it's primary. Base is secondary. The whole idea that a Jew can read and learn Torah. This is the secondary aspect of Torah. It's the base. Ha'enin <speaking> ha'rishayin, <Hebrew> the first thing, de <speaking in Hebrew> The alif of Torah hu he'yesa mechuberes ukshura mehavana The Aleph of Torah is always about being connected to the giver of the Torah. And this idea is higher than what we can understand and grasp. And it's Higher isis. It's higher than the shape of the letters. So the reason the Torah begins with a base is because when we begin to study, this is already the second step. This is already a secondary aspect. The aleph is transcendent. The aleph doesn't appear because it's the it, it, it it's above it all. And the Aleph is about the connection with the Avish or the Neis the Torah. And therefore the rabbi says that the beginning of any level of Torah, even the Torah that's in Atsilus, even the Torah that's in higher levels than Atsilus, everywhere, the Torah begins with a base. Because no matter what madriga you're talking about, no matter what celestial height you're visiting, there are always these, this binary, there's always these two levels. There's the Aleph, there's the Torah, the way it was revealed in accordance with the quote-unquote vessels of the Torah, and the letters, which again are vessels of containment. And then there's the Indian noisen hatarah, and then there's the transcendent, the highest, the primary, the beginning of all, which is the level of the noisen hatara, And that's higher than isis, that's higher than letters. Hey. Uh, so this is a rule that the Rebbe has taught us in, in so many, so many times, ta- so many places, so many sichas, so many tayras, and you could see this in his father's tayra. The Rebbe says that if there are various explanations given for one question or one concept then they all have to be connected, okay? So th- this is actually um, a very original, and, and you know it's not to be taken for granted that everybody believes this. On the contrary, most people would approach us and say, oh, okay, we have a question, and now we have 48 different ways of answering the question, and they're all interesting, and they're all true. We believe that. But from the Chavis' perspective, it's not just that they're all interesting and they're all true, but if they're all coming to reconcile the same question, then there's an inherent connection in all of these explanations. And so now that's what the Rebbe is going to do for us here. Vis-a-vis these, these three explanations that he had brought at the beginning. The chain. And he says, and so likewise, so likewise in, in what we're studying now. The three explanations cited in the very first part of the sicha all flow from one central concept. Me ha de he had his Rebbe says that these three explanations. And let's review. One is that we don't want to start the terror with uh, aleph because that connotes Aur. Cursed rather than bays, blessing. Second, that we have to start with a bays because the base, the shape of the letter bays mirrors a reality about this world that it's closed on three sides, but open on one side. And the third was that the tire that we have is the base, the second iteration of the tire, The Torah not is the out. The Habit says all of these explanations, when understood the way the Habit is going to explain them now, because in their conventional understanding, the has kind of almost destroyed, you know, the, the, the reason, right? But the Chabas says, but now we're going to see how they're all related to this one central thing. And that is that whenever we study Torah, that's already the base. That's already the secondary level. The Aleph is the whole idea that the Torah comes from a Kadish Baruch and so that's why the Torah has to begin with a the base. The first, the primary, the most important aspect of Torah is the cleaving and the essentially becoming one with the level that is higher than understanding. And the idea of learning terror with your understanding and your grasp, this is already the base. This is a secondary aspect. And this central theme expresses itself in three details or three aspects or three dimensions of the Torah and what it is meant to effect. And this is alluded to in the three explanations that we were given for why the Torah begins with a base and with an out. So the first dimension, benageya le gufa. So the Rebbe is going to give us three dimensions. The Torah, the way the Torah is by itself the terror the way it affects the person who learns the Torah, and the terror the way it affects the world entire so these are the three dimensions so binagele gufa relevant to the Torah itself ha parishal picabala the parish that we learnt opikabala sha alift the taira turshebatilts va beishe That the Aleph of Torah is the Torah as it's found in Atsilos, and the Beis is the Torah as it came down into Bria, Yitzir, Asiyah, the way it came down to our level. So Hebe says, that explanation belongs to the aspect or the dimension of the Torah, the Torah itself, the way in which the Torah is meant to affect us people, who learn the Torah, that we're meant to discern and to feel that whatever it is that we can understand and grasp of the Torah is just secondary. It's just base. This idea is associated with what was the first explanation we were given in Ayis Aleph that we want to begin the terror with a base because it's associated with bracha. Because if we don't learn terror properly then Halil it can be the opposite of a bracha. So this is associated with that first explanation of bracha rather than error. And gimbal pula Hater bivri, And regarding the third dimension, how the Torah impacts creation. When we learn Torah properly, when we put the Aleph first, meaning we remember that anything that we can understand is, is really not the main point. The main point is connecting with Hashem. Then we effect the tikkun, the rectification of that one part of the world that is not enclosed yet. And that is hinted to in the fact that the world, before its proper enclosure, mirrors a base. It's closed on three sides, but open on the fourth side. So now that the Rebbe has kind of, I know what I really should be doing for many of these is creating some kind of visual aid, and I'm very unable to do that because my technological skills are are very, very stunted, um, and, and graphic skills, whatever, on the computer. But if you could create this graphic in your head, so the Rebbe says there's these three reasons that our Chachamim give us, and they need to go into three categories. And the three categories are the Torah in itself, in and of itself. The Torah as it affects the one who learns it. And the Torah as it affects the world. Okay. So the Torah in and of itself, this goes along with the third explanation we were given. That is that the Torah that we have here is a base Torah, whereas the Aleph Torah is an axilis. The second, with, second category, which is how the Torah affects the person who learns, this has to do with understanding that we have to remember what does it mean to learn Torah. It's not just mental gymnastics. It's not just intellectual inquiry. It's about connecting with Hashem. And finally, the Torah, as it affects the world, again, all of this, the Rebbe says, is rooted in that explanation he has given us, which is that the reason why the Torah begins with base is because anything we can learn is the base, Shabbat Torah, rather than the out. And when we remember that, then we effect the rectification of the world that remains open on one side that needs to be enclosed, and that happens through our learning Torah with the proper sensibility, with the proper understanding of what it means to learn. Vav. Now the Chavonah is going to further <coughs> unfold the explanation. Ba'hasbara is an explanation. One way of understanding the words in the Gemara that first you have to make a bracha before you learn. The says, do not make the mistake of thinking that what this means is you don't really have to learn. All you have to do is have the kavana." That you want to connect your nishama with godliness. No, it's not that the words baruch means all you got to do is think to yourself, "I want to connect with Hashem." No, no, the bracha is just a preface to studying Torah properly. If we parse carefully the words of Chazal, First, before something else, when you say when you say before, it connotes that something must come afterwards. So you must study Torah afterwards. And therefore it's understood that the idea of our connecting ourselves with Hashem at the most essential level comes to expression, Aleph atzma It has to happen through the agency of the Torah that you learn. it has to happen ba'adam It has to, this change has to occur in the person. And And the fact that you learn Torah properly, barchu that you make a bracha nice and a Torah before you learn, this has to express itself in all three dimensions. Again, in the Torah itself that you're learning, in you, the person who is learning, and it also has to affect the world around you. And now the Rebbe is going to explain how. Aleph. When a person studies Torah without devoting himself to the Naisen Hattera, to the giver of the Torah, and without cleaving on to the Naisen Hattera, it's very, very, very words here. When a person learns without first making the bracha on the limut, then it's like the Torah remains separate and apart from from elukus. And it's even possible for this kind of study to nurture the negative forces, the chitzaim, that can only live by virtue of feeding off of kedusha. So it's possible that that kind of study can further nourish and nurture the chitzaim, which obviously is the last thing we want to do has And this is alluded to in that the first word of the Torah Beratius begins with the first letter bays. Bays is already about binary. It's already about the possibility for separation. And from Gan Eden, separated the different um, streams of water. In other words, Above Bria, there is no possibility for p root for separation. There is no possibility for fissure, for conflict, for tension. There's no. There's nothing but an aleph. There's no place for base a Inkana Contradistinction, Kashaliman Hataraya Hubak Damas inin Borcha Batar. But when you study Torah properly, which is first and foremost, you anchor yourself in the Nisanatara and you make a bracha. And with this, you center your kavana on the Nisanatya, Azai Hataya Hanal Medis, Muchhedis, Bitachlis Then the Torah that you're learning is united completely with the giver of the Torah. In the same way that Atsilus is a world of unity, in Elocus, I'm sorry, in Atzilus, godliness is Bepshitus. It's simple. It's the default. And any other type of existence, that's Bishachos. That's novel. We live in a world where Metsilus is bipshitos everything that exists is is the is is the, is our default that's what we see that's what's simple i can pinch myself i can see things i can hear i can smell that's bipshitos and elokos is bishachos. and the fact that the aister is literally everything and everywhere and so on and so forth that is that is something novel that i have to work on the Rebbe says, but trapeses bonanacilos it's elokos bipshitos that's the default. That's the simple truth. That's what we can see and hear and smell in Atsilos. And is says, the whole idea that there could be anything other than God, any other existence, that's novel. And so that's the level of Aleph, where there's only one. In this world, it's already the level of base. So that's how you see this idea in the Torah itself. Now we're going to go to how it affects the person. Amru Chazal. Chazal, tell us, again, Gemara, Zacha nasis leisam chayim, loizacha nasis leisam misa. If a person is zacha if a person merits, then the Teh is the elixir of life for him. But if not, it could become like a potion, uh, like a poisonous potion. The in ined beiz la'shem bracha. And this, again, parallels the explanation that bays is Milashon Bracha. And olive would be lashan oror would, would connote curse. Because, when a person learns Taira in the way of Zacha. So what does that mean? What does it mean he learns Torah in a way that he merits? Zach. He learns Torah in a way that refines him. How can Torah refine you? <speaking in Hebrew> the only way the Torah can refine you is if first and foremost, you feel the holiness of Torah. <speaking in Hebrew> and This is the first foundation of his study of Torah. This is the Aleph, that he feels the nice and the tera, he feels the Kedusha. negam <speaking in Hebrew> Only then could there be the base, the Bracha. Then it becomes, Nas is leisam chayim. Then it becomes from the lexer of life. Avol kasher leisachah. But if chas a person doesn't merit, what does it mean it doesn't merit? is explaining, he's taking the word merit, which is etymologically rooted in the word zach, which means to refine. And he's saying that when a person doesn't refine himself through the Torah, how does he not refine himself through the Torah? When a person approaches the study of Torah first and foremost, just as an intellectual pursuit, the study becomes Aleph. And it's completely missing this idea. Of becoming refined through the Torah, which can only happen when you connect yourself first and foremost to the holiness of Torah. The Inyan When you connect yourself to the truth, the primary truth of Torah, which is that it's kedusha. Inyan When you make your study aleph, then you get that. Aleph, the connotation of Aleph, which is associated with the curse. Then it becomes a noxious poison, gimel. And this is the part about how it affects the world. In order for the terror to affect the world, that it should be recognized and felt that there is a boss to this, to this planet. Then the person has to recognize and feel. When he learns Torah, he has to recognize the source, the one who gave him the Torah. And this is connected to an explanation that the world is closed on three sides, open on one, and it begins with the letter B's, the Torah begins with the letter B's to mirror this reality. And the Rebbe says, now, on the deeper level, what does this mean? And all of this is flowing from the explanation that the Aleph of terror is the nice and Therefore, the Torah must begin with base, because terror is always going to be the second, the actual letters of the terror the Havana Bahasaga, the explanation, the understanding, the grasp, it's always gonna be the secondary element. So the Rebbe says, Kashar Havana Bahasaga base the When we make this the base, when we make are cleaving onto Hashem, are connecting onto Hashem. The Aleph, the first thing, when we make the learning the base, when we feel viscerally that the primary thing, the first thing in terror is the giver of the Hashem, is Hashem. Then through this nishlam benitkan then we are able to affect the tikkun, the rectification, and we're able to bring the world to fruition and finally enclose that fourth side that has remained open. Zion. Zion. Al pikol han-nal yuvon gam hatam lezeh, shetar gum hatayir le tamayi ha-melech ha-yideh askenim ha-yeba-ayfin hi-ilu ha-shalas hi ba the Rebbe says, now, now that we understand this, we're finally in a position to circle back to the question the Rebbe asked, which was, it would seem that Talmai was unable to accept any of the reasons that would explain why the Torah begins with an Aleph. And therefore the Chachamim were all given the wisdom from above, Piness, miraculously, to begin the Torah with an Aleph, as it were. A Bara beresh. So the Rebbe says that's because the because everything that we've explained, that, I have, that, I've, that I've explained till now, this is only relevant to a Jew and not to the other nations. Meaning, this whole sensitivity, this whole profundity, that anything that we can learn is always going to be the base, because the olive is about uniting with Hashem on a transcendent level. This is Shayach, this is relevant to a Jew, but it's not relevant to, to the other nations. It wasn't relevant to Talmay and therefore it wouldn't, as we would say today, resonate with him. It can't resonate with him, because it's not his truth. Allah Halacha reflects this idea: that a non-Jew or Gentile who studies Torah is actually worthy of the death penalty. Halacha actually says that a non-Jew is not permitted to learn Torah for the sake of learning Torah. Al Kim Shiva The Terah Halacha does permit a non-Jew to study Terah to the extent that it's pertinent to him to learn the Shiva mitzh that are his, that belong to him. And once we established that for a gentile to study Torah, it's only in order to find out what it is practically that he or she must do, move on, it's understood, that a non is only connected to the intellectual pursuit that is within Torah. Because that's the only reason he's allowed to study the Torah. But he's not, or she's not, connected to the essence of the Torah, which is way above, beyond what we can grasp. That level, that level can only be accessed by putting the nason HaTarah before any of the study and the details of the Torah. To Inyan Zeh, this idea, Shaykh rak bi is only related and relevant to a Jew. The Bible says this is proven. It's obvious in the actual terminology of the bracha that we say on the Torah. We say, Hashem chose us from all the nations. And he gave us his Torah. He gave us the ability to connect on this transcendent level. But that's unique. And that's specific. And that's singular. Vilachane, and therefore, Kasha Tirgimu Haskenimusatura Tamay Amelach. And therefore, when the when the sages, the Jewish sages, rendered the terror for Tamay into Greek, Hainu Kasha Pireshu, Ubiru, Satar, but when they translated. In a fashion that is relevant to Bnei Noach, to Gentiles, then in that context, they put the Aleph before the base, Elakim bara baracious, because a non-Jew is not connected to the transcendent level, which is alluded to. By putting the base at the beginning of the Torah, which of course is a reference to the fact that the Aleph Shebataya is transcendent, but the but the Jew doesn't tap into that, doesn't connect with that, doesn't plug into that. And therefore, Haskalasa Tarihiba So for Talmai, the beginning of the Torah was with an Aleph. Because for the nations of the world, understanding the Torah is not a secondary thing, it's not a base. It's the first and the only thing for them. Ches. Once the Rebbe has answered all the questions that he brought up on the answers to the famous question of why the Torah starts with the bays, now the Rebbe connects it to the Yom that we're going to go into. Vina's the <inaudible> he we begin to read Parashas Bereishis on Simchas Torah. Ve'in yidze afhu kasher lemivu ar le'il, and this too that we begin to study Bereishis to read Bereishis on Simchas Torah is also connected to what we explained above. Besimchas Torah merakdin imatera. Besimchas Torah we dance with the Torah. V'davka al yideh harikul beraglayim. Toifsim. The Rebbe says that it's through dancing, not through study, and through dancing with our feet, the lowest part of our anatomy, that we are able to quote-unquote, grasp the essence of Torah. And like it's written in, in Zohar, It is the custom for Jews to rejoice with the Torah, and the holiday is called Simchas Torah, and we beautify the Torah with her crown. Now, the rabbi takes these words from the Zahar about the description of Simchas Torah, and he, of course, connects it to what we've been doing and gives it a deeper explanation, how I knew this means. According to the Zayar, clearly, the joy of Simchas Torah is connected to the fact that we beautify the Tara by putting the crown above her. Now, of course, the crown is something that sits above the head. Keser and Hasidus always connotes transcendence. The The crown is higher than the head. And this to the idea of drawing on the infinity of Torah, on the transcendent. The connection of the Jew, the Torah and the Jew, sorry, with the Giver of the Torah, Hashem, al yaday hachanis hasimcha v'ham shacha, and through preparing for the simcha and through bringing down the simcha, harila achreze b'yayim simchas tayr gufa. Then after this, on simchas itself, mitan lahaschil b'kriyas Balimud in imperations. First, you have to dance. First, you have to put the crown on. First, you have to connect to the transcendent aspects. Then you could start to learn (laughs) voracious. That begins with the letter base to remind you that this is secondary. To make us feel to remind us that we can feel constantly that the learning of Torah in its entirety is always going to be the second thing, and the first thing, the beginning, he had vehus by his masters lenaisen haTorah, is going always going to be the way in which we connect, we cleave onto, and we devote ourselves to the naisen Hatera. And I can't help but feel that, you know, there's a subtext here that by learning the Rebbe's Torah clearly, clearly and following what the Rebbe is teaching us, we're connecting to the Rebbe. So the first thing is that we're connecting. The secondary thing is what we understand about the Secha. And, um, and, and that's, a, that's an amazing schus that we have to be able to do this. I want to wish everybody... Uh, easy hachanas <laughs> um hang in there we're at the last leg and um and we should taka have a very very joyous shmuel tseres and chasidus teaches us that everything that came before all comes to fruition on these holy days this is the this is the highest point, this is the crescendo of all of the Hamshachas, Rosh Hashanah, Yim Kippur, even Elo, so we should be able to be makabel all those Hamshachas, and Yim uh, Hashem, uh, we'll, we'll learn again on Monday, <laughs> this coming, in Hashem. Kol Tov to everybody, G'dayam Teva, G'dayam. Rifti, it's kind of like, since we're all women, it's a little bit like any chayk, but specifically like mikvah that you can talk you were thinking the same thing about the nice impacts that it might have on a relationship, but that's obviously not, that's the seichel, but that's obviously, I don't even know if that's seichel, maybe that's just. Oh no! I think you're onto something. It's exactly that same binary. And that's why chokim are the highest form of connection with dafka Because, <laughs> you know, there's no ulterior motives, there's no extraneous, like seichel, but, you know, in it, it's just pure connection. Yep. It's Thank a little, you. it's a little, I don't know how to explain it. What we learned today was learning, right? And yet that leads to, to Aleph rather than base. So it's, yes, that comes, the, the Aleph comes first, but on the other hand, it's almost simultaneous, Absolutely. And also, and, and also in accordance with Hasidus, it's like uh, one feeds the other. It's, it's, it's you know, what's Aleph is base, what's Beis is Aleph. Like that, that's a constant refrain of Chasidus. So you're absolutely correct that uh, let's just say that you need to learn in order to understand what should be Aleph and what should be Beis. Maybe it's that learning Hasidus is the Aleph as yeah. opposed to learning You know, Chumash. Yes, if we understand that Hasidus is all about bringing us to this olive, it's all about bringing us to to the main thing, to the primary thing, to the to the the first and only Nukudah of everything. So, yes. Thank you very much. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Happy cooking. (laughs) I'm on vacation. Thank you.